welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Floyd. And thank you for listening. One Nation Sports. Yo, what's good? This is Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Yeah, I know. That's their fault. Yeah. Um, get tell, to know. Tell them to Shazam, to Shazam that shit. <laughs> um, so we're going to go back throughout the last 34, 35 years of NBA history. And as you guys know, that listen to One Nation Radio, um, we're primarily a wrestling podcast um, involved into that. But we've felt like <laughs> these matchups create, you know, you know, we're trying to figure out who's the good guy and who's the bad guy in these matchups, pretty much. So who's the face and who's the heel? Um, sometimes it's a face versus face match. So maybe it's two teams, you know, everyone's rooting for. Maybe it's two teams we don't want to see. Maybe, yeah. you know, it's yeah. a team that, that's just the ultimate villain and they're going up against this underdog team that everyone would just love to, to see pull it off, you know. And maybe, just maybe, one team is a just a tweener. And whether or not you cheer or boo depends solely upon you yourself. <laughs> so with that being said, we're going to start 1980. Um, the Lakers versus the 76ers. Um, this is the first year of uh, Magic Johnson's career. He's a rookie. Um, he's with a moody superstar. A in, moody prick, yes. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, Jamal Wilkes is also on the team. Um I think this is before we got Norman Norm Nixon, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and against the Sixers led by Dr. J, Caldwell Jones, um, what's his name? Daryl Dawkins, and I think Doug Collins was gone by that point. I think he was too. Um, basically, the Lakers won the series in six with Magic drop, um, having a ridiculous game six and winning most the finals the greatest, MVP. Most likely the greatest playoff performance in NBA history. Um. Now we obviously weren't alive in 1980, yep. so um, <laughs> I, I would say uh, you know I would say the Lakers would be the face you know in this one, and you know the the Sixers they previously um, were in the NBA Finals three years before this, and people just people just hated them. They were they were yeah. just selfish you know team, and I, I imagine that still you know Doc still hadn't won in anything. Nope. So. They were probably killing him. You yep. know, he's a loser. So, I'll say the Lakers were the faces and the Sixers were the heels and people were happy what happened. I'll probably agree with that, yeah. Um, 1981, Boston Celtics. Uh, this is Larry Bird, um, basically, after they have a death match with the Sixers in the conference finals where the beat LA chance originate. Um, actually, no, excuse me. That was the next year. Um, 1981, they faced off against the Houston Rockets, led by Moses Malone, who were 42 and 40 during the regular season. Um, the Celtics ended up winning in six games. Um, what do you think about this one, James? I'm pretty much. I, I imagine it's pretty much like uh, the face versus the unknown guy. He's just having a match with. Okay. 
Like it's just like any, it's like John Cena versus in, in the U.S. Open Challenge. Like you want some, come get some. Step down the aisle. Right. And for some reason, it wasn't Magic Johnson and Kareem. Right. <laughs> um, in 1982, the Lakers came back, um, and the 82 Lakers are absolutely ridiculous. Magic averaged damn near a triple-double for the season. Kareem was still the man. He was starting to go bald, though. Um, <laughs> he, uh, and they met against the 76ers again in the finals, who um, they just couldn't figure out an answer for the Lakers, pretty much. Um, I'm still going to say the, the Lakers are faces by this point. Um, actually, no, I'm not. Um, this is the same year Matt Johnson was turned a coach killer. Yeah. And what's it? A selfish superstar. And Kareem. Kareem older, is Kareem. Kareem, is Kareem, Kareem as we all you know. If, <laughs> I don't know. The Lakers may have been on the verge of a heel turn here. Um, by the next year, the heel turn will be complete. Yes. I feel like slow, but, or slow burn. So yeah. this was this was like a uh, you know you know the, the the they were showing shades of gray. You know, <laughs> kind of how Roman Reigns is acting right now. You know, they're untrustworthy. Um, and I don't really know much about the 82 Sixers, so I'll pass on that. Um, 1983, the Sixers reload. They get Moses Malone. Um, they finally get someone better than Dr. J to play with him. Uh, he abs- Moses absolutely obliterates Kareem. Um, I don't think the Sixers are exactly the most likable bunch, but overkill from the Lakers... Um, I think turned them face. Well, it was it was like people. It, okay, people wanted to see Dr. J. Win. People were like, "Wow, this dude's gonna go his whole career without ever winning a title." Yep. And it was also like Moses on the other thing, like, "Wow, he's gonna go his whole career without ever winning an NBA title." So, like, they joined force. It was similar. And it, it was like, yeah, Mo Cheeks. Like, it was very similar to what we experienced <laughs> uh, kind of with the 08 Celtics. We we're just like, "Wow." These dudes are making a last, like, and they're in the back half of their, or they're either at the end of their prime or they're, they're just past, just barely past their prime. Yeah. And, like, we rather see them, we want to see them all win one. So, like, we're, we're definitely on this, on this. And they were just phenomenal. Uh, yeah, so that was a full, 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 and full, and full, and full. And yeah. Like, yeah, we whooping everybody ass out here. Yeah. You get it too, Kareem. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, then, uh, and that was the year Kareem stopped rebounding. Uh, uh, 1984 uh, The Boston Celtics and the Lakers play They meet in their um, The first Magic, Magic Bird matchup um, I'm going to say the Lakers are back face again And um, you know Larry Bird You know that evil Larry Bird And those evil Boston Celtics Who uh, had, had just been beating on us for decades um, they they found a way to win, and um, they, no, it's not that they found a way to win. It's the fact that it's the Lakers that, found a way to lose. It's the fact that like Magic is that Tragic Magic Johnson. Yeah, Magic's out here sh- <laughs> dribbling out the clock and shit. <laughs> it worthy stuck. It was worthy stuck. Stunk, he's it a rookie too. Doesn't matter. We don't care. Yeah. Uh, so like nationally, wise, national wise, it was like I would actually say the, the Celtics were the faces then. The Celtics were the faces yeah, because this, you know, this is like after this is like in the middle of you stupid. This is in the middle of Magic. Magic that Larry Bird we, we don't too. like we don't like Magic. Um, we definitely don't like Kareem. He's also a choker. We have never liked Kareem. So like we got guys and like yeah, Worthy's cool, but he, he's, he's like he's a, he's a young dude. Like we don't like whatever. He's a like he's a he's you know he's a rookie with a full fucking beard. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with him? Yeah, with a full neck beard and all that. <laughs> so it's like all right, it you know it was it was a you know it was really kind of like similar to um, in my mind like after. 
like it's pretty much kind of like uh, Magic Magic and Bird was kind of like Sean and Brett kind of mm-hmm. sort of t- thing where it's like like yeah we both like him but right now like this dude's really like sort of like pimping out this Canadian flag a little too much you know yeah it was like it was similar to that to me um 85 the Lakers break they they, they finally defeat the Celtics for the first time in the NBA finals um turning back face again Kareem turns back the clock uh, and with a vintage finals um performance he was the finals MVP in 1985 um which is the longest gap. I believe he won the finals MVP in 1971. And then he won it in 1985, which is the biggest gap of finals MVPs ever. Um, It shouldn't have been, though, because, you know, kind of sort of should have went to Duncan last year, but whatever. (sighs) Oh, well. Um, (laughs) They, uh... He would have tied, actually. I'm sorry. I believe. At this point, we're square still in the middle of Burr's stranglehold on the MVP award yep. where he was winning, but you know, magic, you know, in the Lakers or Kareem slash magic in the, in the Lakers, um, won the belt pretty much. So at this point, the Lakers are kind of like, or magic is like, well, fuck we're birds winning all the MVPs, but you know, we're winning the belts out here. Um, that 85 team is magic's third championship. Yep. Um, going into 1986, the Lakers fall apart, um, and they lose to the Houston Rockets in the second round. Uh, the disease of more, re- uh, basically ate the, uh, Lakers up. Kareem really stopped rebounding again. <laughs> um, and this was the time where they were transitioning the offense and they didn't quite figure it out yet, um, that Magic needed to be the man. So they've... Uh, the Houston Rockets face off with those Boston Celtics who kicked everyone's ass in 1986. Yep. Um, they lost one home game. I would, I would say... <laughs> they, the, they lost one home game all year! I would say the Celtics <laughs> were the faces, uh, and no one was really about that Houston Rockets shit. No. Uh, like, we still... Like, we still look at it as, like, people... Like, people are even, like, we talk about it. Like, well, there's Simmons. Everyone's just like, yeah, the Celtics... Like, the Lakers just didn't want to deal with getting... Getting, getting buzzed, Getting buzzed by the... Buzzed down by the Celtics, so... Who knows? It, it's just weird that, like, wow, like, the Rockets in 81 and 86 made the finals. Like, why the – like, you just look at it like, well, how the hell did that happen? Yeah. Still. And with two different rosters, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, completely different. Um, <clears throat> then, 1987, this is the rematch. <laughs> um, basically, this is the tiebreaker. This, this is the last rematch, time yeah. – this is the last time the Lakers and the Celtics would um, – or, excuse me uh, – Yes, the Lakers yeah, and the Celtics would do would battle until 2008. Yeah, um, and Magic Johnson would finally ascend the ladder of being a greater player than Larry Bird at this point yep. by defeating him in the 87 finals. Uh, and he won the MVP. And I would say the Lakers turned back face at this point um, as the Celtics were the old you know, kind of team that they kind of sent off pretty much. And Kevin McHale had a broken foot. Yeah, um, the, the, the junior, the baby hook. And I think the Celtic, you know, content was was built by that point, you know, uh, for many reasons. Um, then um, the next year, um, the Lakers come in as as the babyface champions uh, in yeah. 1988. After Riley was like, "We're gonna do it again, yeah!" yeah. Someone grab him. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then they're against a fresh face challenger um, who had been coming up 
you know, coming up the car doing some fuck shit. Yes, dirty um, motherfuckers. Dirty motherfuckers. Uh, the Detroit Pistons. Yes. Um, and the Lakers and the Pistons have a classic series, a classic face versus heel encounter where the face wins um, by the skin of his teeth, but the heel starts earning some type of respect. Um, I look at it like the 1996 Survivor Series Bret Hart uh, versus Austin match where it's the beloved legend, you know, kind of aging a little bit, but they're squeaking out a great performance to beat this unlikable, amazing team or guy. When you brought it up, I forgot how much I absolutely hated like heel Austin before Austin was a scene. <laughs> I hate that dude so much. Like, leave Brett alone, dude. Why are you always why are you always interfering in matches? Like in fighting this man like just jumping this man. Like go to hell. Go away. Yep. yep. Yeah, so yeah, I, I I definitely I dude, there's nothing there's nothing good about Detroit basketball. Look, back then or even like even right in 04, now, right? Like, never <laughs> did, like nah, bro. Um we uh from there we go into basically um, they the Pistons take that loss that that heel takes that loss and they internalize it. They come back the next year focused. They come back um, ready for war as the as the older Laker team ages very fast, and it ends up being the end of the run. And well, also Magic got injured too, right? There was there were injuries because Riley was a freaking psychopath practicing like hell the week before the finals. Three hour practices. Yeah, three hour practices before before the finals and Magic hurts himself. Good job, Riley. Um, they um, they meet again, but the Lakers just don't have the, the ammunition, and nope. it's just a heel victory like like a Brock Lesnar defeating John Cena last year at SummerSlam. That's what it was like. What did they beat him in? They swept him. They swept him. Oof. Yeah. Uh, and we have a heel champion uh, for the first time in a while. Um, that heel champion, uh, the Detroit Pistons, come back the next year even more hated um, yeah. as they take on uh, another heel. Another heel, ironically. Um, I don't know anyone that was rooting for the Blazers or or that was Ooh. that was down with Terry Porter and Clyde Drexler and Buck Williams. I. They, no. Those guys just don't register. So I imagine this is when... Wasn't Cliff on that team too, Cliff Robinson? Yes. I, mem- I imagine this is when America probably took their eyes off basketball. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> in Detroit, the heel just went, just winning for so long. It just it kills your spirit, and that's exactly what it did to the NBA. They were Randy Orton after SummerSlam 2013. He just kept winning, and no one really cared. But... There was a babyface challenger on the rise in the Eastern Conference um, who they would meet um, in the Eastern Conference Finals the next year. And they would basically be put out of their misery by the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan yep. um, in the 1991 Finals against the resurgent old-time, one last, you know, last, last go-around uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Um, in a face it, versus it face, really last go round because you know because look, six months of like was it like four or five months yep. later, all of a sudden it was really over. It was over. <laughs> um, the uh, the Bulls is uh, this is uh, one of our first face versus face matchups since the early eighties, I'd say. Just about. Um, you say mid eighties. Michael versus Magic. Uh, the the Lakers were favored because they had been there before. Yeah. They had the more experience. Yep. They um, sure did. 
until that Doberman started guarding Magic. Yeah. And Jordan learned to, to quote-unquote, trust his teammates um, when he averaged superior stats in um, previous years. Yeah. Um, And take more shots, yeah. um, The next year, uh, the the Babyface Bulls are still on top of the mountain Mm -hmm. um, as they square off with those goddamn Portland Trail players again who... Who just wouldn't go away, but they'd be sent away with an ass whooping. Yeah, uh, I, I would say the Bulls. What was it nine three pointers in the first quarter? Something first like half, that. I mean, eight, seven. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and you know, Magic Johnson like is is actually he's because he's retired now because of you know the HIV virus he currently had. Uh, he, yeah. He's doing he's he's doing announcing uh, during the finals and They're losing his mind, and building all this traction between Clyde Drexler is, is as good as Jordan. And Jordan comes out, you know, not, not a guy that was ever a great, uh, fantastic shooter like that, and knocks down nine something like nine three pointers in the first half of a game that leads <laughs> to one of the greatest Jordan uh, moments of all time, where Magic sitting uh, sitting courtside calling the game, and he and Jordan has come back up the floor after making another three. He looks at him and gives him. The shrug, like I don't know why I'm this hot. I just am. Right. Um, up Would next, you? we uh, the the Bulls are kind of they're the kings of the mountain. Yep. Um, and at this time, I could imagine uh, people just looking at the Bulls like, "All right, uh, is anybody going to beat them ever?" But um, they get a challenger. In they were the, getting stale. Yeah. Um, this is kind of their 2000. Nine John Cena phase. <laughs> um, they had a challenger from the West, which was I would say they were face team. Uh, Charles Barkley, uh, with he, he when he got out of Philly, he stopped being hated. They stopped calling him a choker. He won the MVP that year. They were crowning him. They had the home court advantage. I would say this is a face versus a stale face matchup. Yeah. Um, and the stale face ended up winning, and that face ended up just. Saying, you know what? I'm stale. I lost my smile. <laughs> he lost his smile. Like, um, there's a lot more to it than that. You know, I lost my smile. It ain't as much as a little fake, you know, a little pussyfoot injury. Yeah. Yeah. A little pussyfoot injury. <laughs> my father died. Like, come on. Yeah. Brutally. Yeah. Um, you know, and then our, our championship is up for grabs. Yeah. Um, and, and basically what ended up being a ladder match in the 1994 oh NBA Finals. Uh, these guys, basically, if the Houston Rockets versus the Knicks, I don't even know who to call the face and heel in this matchup. I know it ain't the Knicks. Anthony Mason, no, John were, Starks, Charles it was, it was Oakley. Hill, it was Hill face. Um, everyone, you know, Hakeem, after, you know, the run in the 80s where he was under underappreciated, um, he went through a period where he couldn't win. Um, then... There were trade rumors about him, but they stuck it out, and they ended up uh, climbing the mountain and winning the 94 finals and becoming a face. Um, the following year, they took on Shaquille O'Neal and Penny Hardaway. Who, and they were the faces. They who, were they were the, the Miami, I'm sorry, Miami, the Orlando Magic were faces. I don't know if I'm kind so? of Yes, absolutely. People love Shaq. Love yeah. Shaq. Like Shaq, like Shaq was at one point. So did the Rockets turn heel in this matchup? I would say yes because the Rockets weren't supposed to be in this finals. No, they weren't. Like because the thing with like the Shaq thing, like Shaq was like the first like gregarious, big, lovable, like lovable big guy. Like 
Bill Russell, we like America, like was too it was too fucked up at the time to even recognize like he was a good guy. Wilt, same thing applies to Wilt. Except Wilt wasn't a winner like Russell was. Kareem was a moody prick, as we said previously. <laughs> Hakeem, Hakeem, like you know, he changed. And he a foreigner, and he changed his name. Yeah. Yeah, like, and then all of a sudden you just look up and, like, you got, you got Shaq. He's and like, Ewing? Oh, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Ewing, Ewing dealt with so much racism at, at Georgetown. It's like, nah, that, that doesn't apply. He's the most hated college player of all time, probably. It's either him or Christian Leitner. So then you go from there, and it's like, you know, it's Shaq, and he's just, like, big, gregarious. And they got those cool big, uniforms, too. Clown. Yes, the pinstripes. Yes. And, like, he has a smile lights up the room and like Team USA or the second Team USA like you know that was a year after that but still you just they were a face that wasn't quite ready yeah no, for, they, for they prime were, time because Shaq was 22 at the time wasn't he something like that something like that he was probably 23 I think 23 okay yeah. um, and then our old challenger our old champion decides you know my back doesn't hurt anymore <laughs> um, I've regained my smile and they come back Saying they're ready for war, um, and the '96 Bulls. But we can't just put the you know uh, you know even even before then when he came back early he's like you know I'm you know I think I'm you know I feel like I feel a little bit better. It's like we can't just let you just win. The, we can't just yeah. let, we can't just put the strap on you just because you decide to show up. Right. You have to hurt it a little bit. Just just you gotta, wait. You got to do know? a little job real yeah, quick. Yeah, just wait. Just wait a little bit. Just wait. You know we trying to get you know we trying to get Shaq and Penny <laughs> them up up here now. Um, and then they they met in a in the conference final. Um, in in a face versus face match because the not. the Bulls were extra beloved because people were so happy that he they were back. Yep, uh, and they learned to appreciate him after after that uh, time off. Uh, and the Bulls took on a heel Supersonics team. All that shit talk, all that, <laughs> all them dunks, foreigners, foreigners. Um, they had. A big man who shot threes. That was that. That is just <laughs> that cardinal like, what sin. Is that? Yeah, um, you get your ass on the rim. They played all the way out there yeah, in, in Seattle. Yeah, that ten thirty games I was telling you about. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so not the Lakers. Clearly, the, the Seahawks or, or the SuperSonics were heel. Um, then going into '97, uh, the Bulls. You know, they're they're still on top of the world. They're riding the wave, as we say. Um, 69 wins that year 69 wins um, And they face an, an, A fresh challenger Who is kind of older In their own right But had been Going through trials And tribulations uh, In their own career they, they weren't quite able to, to get Over the hump But they, they finally got over In 1997 Based off of some luck uh, But the Utah Jazz And Carl Malone Wins the MVP um, I don't know anyone that was rooting for the Utah Jazz. No. Um, so I would say the Bulls versus the Jazz I versus the face versus heel. I bet there was one state. Yeah, one state. One yeah, state. there was one state room for the Utah Jazz, and it was Utah. Um, and the Bulls pulled it out again. Mm-hmm. Shock, no, no, to the shock of no one. And then the last dance, 1998, is the rematch of that <laughs> series. Um, the Jazz, I believe, were beginning to be appreciated. At this point, um, they won the home court advantage. Um, Good for them. The Bulls, <laughs> yeah, the Bulls were were going through hell trying to get out the East as yeah. as Reggie Miller and uh, was out here cheating. Out Reggie there Miller cheating. was out here winning. Out there cheating, you know. And man pushed Jordan four feet away from him to Good. get space. That look that that would lead to more cheating in the NBA Finals as Michael Jordan pushed off Brian Russell and uh, hit the game winner and 
goes into his retirement. Still is a face. Um, and then we have... A lockout. A lockout. Um, and then all the rosters, it's almost like... Nothing made sense. It's almost like we hit creative fantasy draft. <laughs> and all these teams were reset. We had Shaq over on the Lakers. We had Kobe and, and over there with them. We had Iverson on the Sixers by this point. We had Tim Duncan, a second-year guy yep. in San Antonio. And then we had this ragtag bunch of guys in New York who make who the under- finals. Who underachieved all season. They played themselves in, they quote-unquote played themselves into shape all throughout them, them terrible 50 games where most, or most, or not most, but like, a third, maybe even 40% of the league wasn't prepared to start. They were out of shape. And it was a mad dash to it was a mad dash just to get to the playoffs and figure out what the hell is gonna happen. Yep. Um so when we get to the finals, we have the I would say the face, San Antonio Spurs. Um they're 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 a generic baby face. That no one really knows how to react to them yet. Um they're not quite exciting, but they're kinda like Bob Backlund. Um, the greatness is there, but do you want to watch it? Oh, my gosh. Um, and, they're, and they're going up against the Knicks, who I imagine people just hated. People hated just given the fact that, like, you know, it's one, it's New York, and people are just so tired of New York. Of New, the New York Even though they never won anything, but. I mean, it's just the New York, uh, you know, the supremacy. You're just like, yeah, we're from. They have a little Charles Sprewell also. Yeah, that's right. Cammy was on that team, too, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. Um, in the following year, and that basically was a one-off um, at that point. Good. Um, and then we get our... We like to pretend that we, a lot of times, until we have to bring up the Spurs and Tim Duncan, we pretend that that championship never happened. <laughs> it's, 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 it's awfully, it's kind of similar to, like, John Cena winning the title, winning money in the bank last year. Yeah. For the belt. Just like, we, okay. Right. Whatever. whatever. Then, in the year 2000, which... I have fond memories of. I think this is the season I watched more Laker games than I've ever watched. Was the 2000 Lakers? Um, we we kicked everyone's ass. We were back um, after a hiatus. Twelve quite, years. You didn't quite kick everyone's ass because you kind of were like down twenty going to the fourth quarter of Game Seven of the West Conference Finals. We had we had to persevere. It was a tough matchup that night. But that's not an ass kick. You went seven and you were dead to fucking rights. I was like, I can't. Believe, I'm at home. I still remember where I was at when this happened. I, was like, I can't believe these dudes lost. I can't believe this happened. I can't believe that the Blazers did this to these dudes and they're just going to beat them. And then the comeback happens. And then by the time Kobe throws alley to Shaq, I was like, wow, this is like one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I can't believe they beat me. They came back and beat these dudes while from it was like it was they were down 15, 15 with seven minutes to go and bro every, it's one of those things where like every time like it's kind of like Isaiah's uh fourth quarter yep. with the, on the ankle it's like every time it's like the, the he scored more points all of a sudden like instead of it was being 20 it was 25 minutes you know he scored 40 in the, in the fourth <laughs> quarter on a, on a hobbled ankle like I just said like yeah they were down 20 they were down 15 the right. same thing it was like it's, I still it's one of the greatest basketball like moments I ever watched um, and the Lakers go into the finals riding the wave uh, in their in their faces against yeah. uh, the, the, Pacers. the Pacers, who who are finally found a way to break through after all these years. In a lot of ways, I, th- I would say they're a face also at this point. Yeah, because people wanted, you know, people were genuinely genuinely happy to see Reggie get to that point. And one thing also was just the fact people weren't really kept to how dirty Jalen Rose was. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the Davis boys, but the one thing that was just. Um, 
what we started to notice was that like it seemed like in the semifinals of these things that like it was sort of like yeah whoever wins the West is you know whoever wins this one sort of is it's kind of like a, a like a weird thing where like if the three you know when it's like a like the SEC t- championship kind of no no oh, kind of but I mean like in the bass or in wrestling terms like it's kind of like when King of the Ring used to be have like yeah the, you know it used to be like three top guys in the final four and then like whatever had like two of those three it's kind of like yeah that's kind of unfair to, they gotta kind of go through a war with this guy fit for ten minutes to get to the championship to be crowned right and it's, um, you know it's kind of still holds the same way now even fifteen years later the baby faces start having turmoil amongst each other at that point <laughs> um <laughs> there there's at a, this point they turn into a tweener in 01 they're a tweener yeah they, and we and then the, um Allen Iverson, uh, who's been struggling for years, finally puts his head on right and ascends to, t- to folk legend status. One of, the, um, folk one, of the hero greatest, status. one of the greatest face turns ever. Kind of like a Stone Cold Steve Austin anti-hero kind of thing. Um, and the Sixers had their fair share of fans going into that finals. Um, they just didn't know they were they were running into well, perhaps the greatest song, greatest team I've ever watched with my two eyes. Um, <laughs> the 2001 Lakers went 15 and one in the playoffs and beat all 50 win teams and win the championship that yep. year. Um, they are and on the and full it, also, fledged, it also took what? How many points from Iverson in the game one? The, 48. It took 48 points for game just in overtime to, just to lose. Just to lose. Um, by the summer of 2001, the Lakers are are heels at this point. People are burned out from seeing them win. I know because I'm a Laker fan. Oh, they win all the time. Uh, Kobe, he shoots too much. He's a ball hog. He should pass it to Shaq. Why break up what's already working? <laughs> um, and then in the 2002, the real NBA championship was in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Um, which I would say the Sacramento Kings were faces all throughout the years. The Lakers just felt like we were just most hated at that time. People just wanted to see us taken out. They were in love with the way Doug Christie hustled. They were in love with Paige Joy Sackovich's jump shot. Mike Bibby was absolutely fearless. They, Bobby Jackson killed bench they, team. Well, to be fair, they played a more exciting brand of basketball than the Lakers were at the time. Yeah. They just were. And Chris Webber was an MVP candidate. He made first team All-NBA. At a year. time when there was Dirk, Duncan, and KG. And he averaged 27-11 that year. But when it came to the Western Conference Finals, the faces crapped their pants and the heels... Played on that poise they had. No, and the heels punched their punch. The, the only guy that had a heart on that Kings team or elbowed him right in the nose and damn near broke his nose. I don't know what you're talking about. Sure you don't. Right? <laughs> sure you do. Sure I you saw. Don't. I saw. I saw a dramatic face turn from the Los Angeles Lakers at the end of this. <laughs> and that, that was that was one of their biggest. That was. You're right. Oh two, they were definitely heels at that point. Lakers were heels. Like, wait, y'all don't love us no more. Y'all ain't got no love. Y'all ain't got no love for killing Neil and Kobe Bryant. But let it be known, we don't love y'all neither. Fuck take, that side. Take, yeah, take this elbow. Like the Lakers were walking in people's house and, and whooping their ass like, in Game Seven on the road. Like, and then we basically walk into the 2002 Finals, collect you know our trophy, and the Lakers don't make it back. 
Well, they made it back. Oh, they made it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. They, they, that was their last championship. Um, and then it takes something. It takes something eye-opening and dramatic for them to become face again. Yeah. Um, in 2003, the uh, the those Lakers came back um, expecting just to run over the league just again. Play themselves, play in the themselves shape. In, in the shape. We'll just wrestle whoever. When all of a sudden that that team that that won in '99, they were just they were firing on all cylinders and they kicked our ass. I'm gonna tell y'all on One Nation Radio. I think I've told James this story before. There is always one time in your sports life when you're a young man where you will see something, your heart will be broken enough where you will be in tears watching what you're seeing. The 2003 Western Conference semifinals when the Lakers lost by 37 points on their home court was my point right there. And I'm not afraid to admit it, but I recognize the greatness of Tim Duncan at that point, and I never talk bad about Tim Duncan ever again. Um, And... The the Spurs, I would say, I don't know if they were heels, but they definitely had heel components to them. They had guys like Captain Jackson on the team. They had they had they had foreigners. They had they had Tony Parker who couldn't shoot but was was, just racing all over the court. You couldn't catch him. He was he was so killing Shaq on the pick and roll. He was like a weird cross of like Rajon Rondo and Westbrook. Like just I mean just then they had this other guy named Manu Ginobili. Who just 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 is a flopper just with his long flowing hair. Yep, but we'll be we'll be back to that and on that hair yeah. in a while. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it didn't last long. Um, <laughs> and you have Tim Duncan basically flexing his muscles, and they're they're a tweener at this point. Um, they're a tweener when they meet the New Jersey Nets. Like they're they're a great champion that ultimately doesn't draw. Yep, they just don't draw. They're boring. They're like they're just they're just there, and they meet the New Jersey Nets, who are in the finals for a second straight year, who were faces the first year because of Jason the Jason Kidd Renaissance and how exciting they were, the fast break basketball. But by this time, they had Dikembe Mutombo on the team. It wasn't quite, you know, the Eastern Conference was just awful, absolutely yeah. awful. So yeah. it it was a lukewarm face against a tweener champion that didn't draw. And the ratings took a dive. And this is also the year we lost our beloved theme song. Um, and they went to ABC. Um, 2004, we're going to skip right over that. No, oh, no, right. no, 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 we are not. No, we are not. I like to pretend this NBA Finals doesn't exist for many reasons. Um, a, it still shouldn't have went the way it went. B, you want to talk... In 2003, there were tears. In 2004, there was anger. Um, the Los Angeles Lakers. You have such a weird, like, that 04 team is so weird because they get an influx of aging veterans that you just want to, that were great at a, once upon a time. You just wish would get a ring. So, on one end, you do want to root for, you do want to root for them to win. Then, on the other hand, you have. Shaq, who people are sick of because he's not, you know, he's not playing hard and he's missing games because you know a big toe. Is a big toe a little toe? Big toe. Okay, because of a big toe, and then you have, and then you have Kobe Bryant, who one is now like playing basically most going, hated, going rogue, and is fresh off of, and is fresh off of a uh, a sexual assault case. Yep. 
So you have a you have they're 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 facing the heels at the same time. They're John Cena, <laughs> <laughs> almost, oh but but a lot more unlikable than uh than Cena. Um, they're going against this team in 2004, who ultimately were baby faces. They they were. They had college coaches everywhere. They had coach, coaches in the youth circuit everywhere saying, play like those guys. Be selfless. Uh, be unselfish. Play together. Play defense. Play the right way. Be unentertaining. Score 77 points a game. Don't know how to score at all. Play in a dim arena. It's a it's a bit of an underdog story that people got behind, and then it was it's one of those stories that was just cute because it's like we rather see somebody new than see somebody that we've always seen win. And, and then, it's time for them and, to lose. And then by and then by the next year we were already over it. Yep. Um, so they, that's a kind of a reluctant face turn. The Lakers are fully heels by the end of that series. We blow up and Shaq goes his own way. We trade him to Miami. And God bless them. Uh, 2005, uh, those Spurs came back again. They couldn't, they couldn't get it together in the even years for whatever reason. Nope. Uh, but they're back. But we realize they're boring. And, and then they go and play this, this, this another team that's boring as well. And this is our second Heel versus and, heel match. And one of the reasons why we end up with this situation is because we find out that Dwayne Wade or Dwayne Wade has a broken rib and is not allowed to play in one of the Eastern Conference one of the end, last yeah. games of that series. So, so we're stuck. We're stuck with this god awful finals. Yep. At least until Game Five, where Robert Ory loses his mind. But um, two thousand well, Game Seven was good too, wasn't it? Yes. Game Seven yeah, was good. I don't remember watching a single game as that. I'm sure I watched, so I just don't remember anything from this series other than outcome. 2006, um, the Miami Heat and the Dallas Mavericks face off. Um, the Heat won the series four to two. Um, <laughs> I would say this is a screw job. That's yeah, a screw this job. is the Montreal screw job of uh, the NBA Finals. It um, was screw job for and it was screw job for the facest coming yep. in. That was the funny part. Yep. we had to like. Like, uh, who would you say was the face in this situation? The Heat? Oh, the Heat absolutely were. Because this was, got to think, this is fresh off of, or like two years removed from. Like, we're still rooting for Shaq. We're rooting like, for Shaq. Fuck, fuck that. Like, Kobe, Kobe, like, Kobe still has a stink of what happened with him in you know, the o, or the summer of 03 on him in Colorado. Um, and also, most of most people blame or blame Kobe for how they broke, how those two relationships deteriorated and ended up with. Him leaving, and you know there was just a lot of stuff where Kobe was just public enemy number one. So the opposite of Kobe at the time was obviously Shaq. Yeah. So you know, two years later, we get to the point where you know they're down 0-2 in the finals, and then all of a sudden Dwayne Wade somehow gets something like a hundred. Was it a hundred free throws in that series, or was it ninety? <laughs> it was ninety. F- it was, 96, something it was, like that? Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was, it was something more ridiculous like where he was getting more free throws, or Dwayne Wade was getting more free throws than the Mavs' entire team in, mo- in like, I think, three, the, I think all three. So, basically, Triple H was jumping in the ring during the Survivor Series <laughs> and hitting the referee so they couldn't make the fair fair count. That's pretty much what this was. Something along those lines. Um... And I don't think the Mavericks, Mavericks were necessarily heels. It's just we weren't. Nobody was rooting for them because it was just like, all right, well, they're just in the com- way. Compared to, he just they're just they were just there. It's just like, yeah, they're cool, 
But like we like this Dwayne Wade guy a lot. We like this Shaq guy a lot. And they also had like Gary Payton on that team, and you know, there's a few guys they just wanted to see win more than they wanted to see Dallas. Is you know, this is Dirk. 2007, those San Antonio Spurs, that heel keeps coming back. <laughs> um, and they're against a fresh face bunch of, of, of trash. Trash surrounded by A diamond surrounded by doo doo. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, Spurs basically lay the smackdown, lay a heel ass whooping on the Santa, or on the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. And take that title and pretty much fade away so, in the championship scene. Seemingly, yeah. For seemingly. A while, for a while, it seemed like they were done until they retooled. Yep. But there was something they had, out they that, had to, that they wasn't had to quite working. They had to shift up the gimmick. Like, they had to, you know, this kind of like, you know, this is sort of like the, uh, since we always talk about Tim Duncan and Undertaker, like, it's sort of like, after 07 was sort of like the the, you know, the biker part that gave yeah. me like that shit wasn't over <laughs> like, <laughs> that shit, that shit, like yeah it, it, he, they out there but they ain't quite cut the mustard how about y'all bring back the dead yeah, man yeah dead man and that's what you know current day Spurs kind of are <laughs> but um that was a good analogy um then in 2000 I don't know if you noticed James we haven't talked about the Boston Celtics a whole lot since, well, no, we have since not. um 1980 <laughs> since 1987 <laughs> yeah um, uh, there's a lot of things that happened along the lines uh you know you uh Lynn Bias a guy that a lot of people thought um in in college was better than Michael Jordan was while he was in the same uh conference uh he ends up dying before he ever played a game for the Boston Celtics mm-hmm. um you have Reggie Lewis who was one of probably the best Jordan defender in the league at the time um and a guy that was Looked like he was going to make multiple All Star teams. He ended up uh, getting in the car accident. His career was over um, early, and at that point, um, you had Bird. His career, his prime Back. got got yeah. His prime got cut short, so he didn't make it far until the nineties. Parrish and McHale looked at each other like when they saw a Shaq out there, like, <laughs> "Well, got to go." Yeah, and that's actually that's actually one of the funniest things I ever heard McHale say. Uh, and they were just done, and uh, they also were unfortunate because they were bad for a lot of time for a lot of years. Yep. And uh, they were they had the worst team in the NBA in the time of the Tim Duncan draft, and they ended up getting I think the fifth pick in that draft or the third. Third pick. They ended up getting the third pick in that draft. Chauncey Billups. Yeah, and they were stuck with Chauncey Billups and traded him halfway through the season. Yeah. Uh, and they did a lot of you know a lot of bad stuff. Rick Pitino. Woo. You want to talk about somebody blowing up a franchise. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. They, they, Larry Bird didn't walk through that door. They ended up doing a couple good things, like Antoine Walker was a good thing for, for a short amount of time. Paul Pierce. Uh, they made it playoffs a few times, never were ever real contenders. And then uh, they got to the point, again, where they were a really awful team again, and they were they like they had the most ping pong balls and they ended up drawing snake eyes. I think they had the, was it the fourth pick that time? or Fifth, fifth pick. Fifth pick that time. And uh, you know they. I'm like fuck this. We're not settling for this. <laughs> so they, you know, they they were able because you know, at that point uh, in Minnesota, Kevin McHale was a GM. So uh, this is kind of like Randy Orton basically winning the money in the bank from Triple H. Yeah, and then, and then cashing in. Yeah, and the cash in turns out to be you know only you know the best defensive player of the last like generation, which is Kevin Garnett, and he you know he gets his last. Apex or last prime year out of him, and you also get Ray Allen, 
and uh, you get three guys that are, you know, three to 50 best basketball players of all time, and they get together, and they still have something left in the tank, to quote Mark Henry. Um, and, they, and, and they end up winning 66 games. And struggling in And the they struggled throughout the first two. They went seven against the, the a god-awful... <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, just a team full of um, just or team of uh, players you don't respect in the Hawks in LA in the first round. And then they go seven. toe to toe for LeBron in Game Seven to end up losing or winning. And uh, then they play the Celt- the the Pistons who were still at that point making Final Fours consistently every year yep. until they basically ended them their entire run. And then they run to the, the Lakers who were rebirthed um, with the trade of Pau Gasol. Um, falling out of the sky. Well, even before then. Because um, they were playing well before then. Then that trade yeah. happened, and they were like, wow, they actually are going to make the finals now. Yep, and it was like, oh my gosh, we're back. And it's the Lakers versus the Celtics. And this is one of the most all-time frustrating series um, <laughs> in my Laker fandom, just because we just lost to a, a team that just had seemingly everything going for them. But also another thing is the fact that the way they – the the 08 Lakers dismantled the 08 the uh, Spurs in the in the conference final where uh, the, the 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 dirty uh, Derek Fisher Rick Bear, Britt Berry play where he couldn't get he fouled him out so he couldn't get a shot off to, uh, to try what to tie this? the game or to go ahead and they what did beat him five five yeah they beat him five and they're like wow this team is defending champions and seeing the way the Celtics struggle even though they won sixty six games. The Lakers kind of got called the favorite when it was like yes. we, we didn't have home court advantage, mm-hmm. and they won sixty six games, so it didn't entirely make sense. But they went, but they had to play fourteen games against the lowly against the Cavs as a one man team and the Hawks that have no heart. Yeah. Um. So the Lakers come out there and 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 lose. Um. They fall down three one. Um. Uh, and what happened after that? Oh yeah, there was a uh, there was a point where we were up. 20-something in Game 4, collapse, and that pretty much is the end of it. The Leon Poe game? No, that was Game 2. Okay. That was Game 2. Leon Powell. Um, you know. Then uh, they basically humble us in uh, Game 6 with a 36-point defeat, and something happens in the Lakers' locker room. Um, as they, um, I believe the Lakers were heels at this time. No, they were, because people were still mad at Kobe. Yeah. They they were mad like they didn't want to see like forgetting the fact that you know he you know submitted one of the all time and that was kick ass seasons in 06, like people were still mad at him and that was a lot of time where the first wave of the Kobe versus Jordan thing was coming up on ESPN where they were putting up all these oh at age whatever Kobe's doing this Jordan's doing that so Kobe had we had a lot of negative energy working against the Lakers that year uh, so oh before we do that are we gonna talk about it what happened after that finals yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Immediately after that finals. The, uh, yeah, the, the Ron Artest thing walking in the... No, 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 no. What are you talking about? It was a, it was a video with somebody freestyling. Yes, we are going to talk about that. <laughs> because it always ends up working in the Lakers' favor in the end. Um, you can lead that one off, James. Okay, so immediately after this finals were six games, but uh, the Celtics dismantled them at the end. Uh, Shaq... Um, in, in classical, in, in classic uh, taunt, you know, taunt your former rival mode, uh, does a freestyle sort of thing, and like looks like a house of blues or whatever. And he uh, he drops he drops you know like four four bars on Kobe about the fact that he never won a title without Shaq. 
And then he ends it with the mic dropping line of Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, I imagine that this this fueled this heel this this heel that this monster heel and Kobe Bryant by this point to not only turn face he used this and went into the Olympics and and became an assassin in crunch time uh, in the gold medal game against Spain. He took the challenge of being a defensive stopper. He basically kind of humbled himself to um, to work hard. He started embracing the other t- like big stars in the league. Before then, you never really heard much about Kobe's relationships with anyone, but you started seeing him take show LeBron his training methods, and then LeBron starts taking off from there. Um, you hear stories of him and Melo um, developing a, a bond. And also the other room, this is for down the road, there were, um, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade were, were talking over there for some reason. We don't know why at this point. Melo um, wasn't in the room, though. He was because, not. Because he decided he wanted to take the extra year. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> the 2009 season comes. And, and wait, and to start off, to start off the season, the Celtics have one of the all-time great stretches to start an NBA season ever. There was something like they only lost like three games until Christmas or something like that. Then or the no, Lakers no, played actually, them on Christmas and, and they, Lakers it, won. Yeah, like it was something like that where they just were on hell bent where they were they were on pace to win like seventy games. Yeah, and then KG's knee uh, goes oh, to hell at yeah. this point. He basically goes up, up and down, kind of how God intends, and. Something in his knee, like, it wasn't an ACL tear, but it was something where it's like, something similar to where, like, his leg would lock to where he couldn't, like, extend and whatever, like, lock up on him, almost like, it, you know, just stuck at, like, a 45 degree, or, sorry, like a 75 degree angle for some reason. Yep. It just was lost for that year, and that run that they had, where, like, they were going to be just a runaway, like, dominant year, they were just done, and, and that opened the floor for um, two other teams in the East. Um, the basically at the same time the Cleveland Cavaliers are are taking a step forward um, during this year because because LeBron James got a shooter. Yep. <laughs> LeBron James got an All Star with him. <laughs> well, he wasn't originally All Star. He was a replacement All Star yeah. with Jameer Nelson and Mo Williams. <laughs> Mo Williams. Um, I can't believe Mo Williams just came up on this podcast. We're talking about the NBA Finals. Unbelievable. Um. And then the Lakers complete the face turn by running back the Western Conference in the, in the regular season and beating Carmelo Anthony and Allen Iverson in the first – or excuse me, that was the year before that. Um, they walk into the Western Conference at, um, championship or playoffs winning 65 games, uh, but Kobe's not the MVP anymore. Uh, wait, who, wait, how many games did the Lakers win? 65. Oh, yeah, the Cavs won 66. Cavs won 66 games, and LeBron won the MVP um, for the first time. Um, but the Lakers would have the last laugh here. Uh, it still is the faces of the league. Um, and You know, now that I think about it, you know what, like, the the like the 08 through 2010 Lakers are similar to? Say it. The authority. Why would you say that? Like, you had, like, Kobe Bryant and Seth Rollins... And then, like, you got it. If you want to get through Seth Rollins, 
You gotta go through all them tall trees and picture <laughs> a cave. You gotta deal. You gotta deal with that. Like that's, that's what that's what you gotta deal with. That's funny. To, to, to finally get to him, you have to deal with those three, them three gigantic. Well, and then can you wrestle as good as him? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> so uh, the Lakers uh, beat an upstart uh, Orlando Magic team in the finals, who didn't really have much national traction. Nope. So they uh, were kind of nameless, faceless faces. Face versus face matchup, Lakers versus Magic is a cool kind of anesthetic on each other's home court. Uh, Florida versus California, you know, two warm weather places. Um, who I'm sure the journalists enjoyed covering that finals. Um, probably, probably. And then um, the next year, the Celtics. Or excuse me, we didn't talk about the LeBron meltdown. Um, LeBron was was awesome. In the uh, conference it, finals. It, and it didn't matter because the rest of the team was, was trash. trash. And LeBron's game <laughs> six, just he just ran out of gas. Scored like 22 points and he shot bad in the, and he did the walkout. Uh, and this was the time with the puppets in the commercials as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. And it was disrespectful for them to already have the Kobe and LeBron ones out. No, it wasn't. Um, it was not. That's what they, that's what they were saying. Um, Sounds good. And then our our face Los Angeles Lakers, some changes. Um, they kind of become the hunted, and when the Lakers become the hunted, we become the hated. Um, yeah. The uh, Celtics at the same time were slugging their way through the Eastern Conference. Um, at one point, they were twenty five and twenty. They were they had a five hundred record after their All Star break. Yeah, yeah. They're 500 All Star break, and then they turn in, or after the All Star break. After the All Star yeah. break, and they, like, they were dead in the water. Dead in the water, while the Cleveland Cavs were were primed to just take over the league. 61 wins. Um, but even though they won uh, five less games, it was a much better team than last year with the addition of Shaq and um, Antoine Jameson. Antoine Jameson, whole All Stars, you know, <laughs> tremendous <laughs> players. Yeah, keep in mind they were both in their. In their mid to late 30s at that yep. time, too. Uh, stretch four. LeBron needed to stretch four to win at that point. Um, another MVP season. Uh, but the Lakers, as always, say, we'll see about it in the finals. Uh, and they, he doesn't get out the second round. Yeah. And then LeBron, all of a sudden, something something goes wrong. We don't, we don't, he blows, I don't know. We'll never know. There's rumors, speculations about, you know, someone having an affair with James's mother. There's, you know, there's other talk of, you know, quote unquote, of just tampering and tanking. Uh, there's also a, a, what, a pussyfoot injury involved in that situation where he had a shoulder, or sorry, an elbow injury that is so, there's all types of stuff. That we'll never, we'll never know. Yep. Um, they also, um, and then we get the most, one of the most intense NBA Finals series we've ever seen. So, kind it's of the most watched since. Yeah. The um, I don't know how to explain this exactly. It was a heel versus an aging champion. This was our series where. It was kind of, it was up to you who you were rooting for. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, I was, which, I was rooting very, for the goddamn Los Angeles is, Lakers. Y'all know that. Which is so similar to, um, you know, seeing the, the Lakers and Celtics back in the 80s. We were just like, you know, just out of nowhere, ain't, 
most people just didn't, couldn't imagine after the way that they played after the All-Star break that the Celtics could actually get to the finals. Um, and then the Cel- and at that point, like, the Lakers looked like they were, you know, on dynasty mode. Like, you know, you know, you just breeze through here. And they, I mean, for the most part, they did. Uh, did any game, did any other series go to seven in the West that year? Uh, the Lakers had a tough first round. Our first round was the toughest the Thunder, series. The Thunder. Right? Oh, it was against the Thunder. Um, we whooped Utah's ass in the second round and we killed Kobe did all that airplane that shit. Six or five? Six. Okay. Um, we did all that airplane shit. Like Kobe was just like hitting ridiculous. Like, yeah. Yeah. He, look up Kobe Bryant airplane and yeah, you'll they, see what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they literally ended the, the Nash, the Nash Amari Suns run. Yep. And then we go into the NBA Finals where it's an absolute war. We can probably tell this story. Um, We watch game one, and the Lakers absolutely obliterate them, and it looks like it's going to be a sweep. Uh, Kobe Bryant is sitting next to Chris Rock, who's trying to talk to him, but Kobe Bryant is looking, like, square ahead and absolutely ignoring him. And I think Kobe dropped 40 that night, if I'm not mistaken, but that was to be short-lived. The the next night... um, these guys got me to go out to Wing House to watch this NBA Finals you got, game. You have to let them know Wing House is just like a like a sports bar, a sports bar, yeah. local sports bar, known for its wings, known for its wings. Um, and the Lakers, all of a sudden, Ray Allen can't miss. Nope, the, like the rim was the size of my wingspan. Um, and. You just want to talk about frustration. I'm like, you know what? I'm not watching any of these other games for the rest of the series. With the rest of my friends. With the rest of my friends. In public. In public. <laughs> for the rest of the Because the last time I was in public was game two of the 2008 finals, and that didn't work out well either. <laughs> so by this point, I was fully in sports Wait, jinx mode. Wait, did you watch the, uh, the the comeback game in 08 with us at, uh, at oh. another sports bar? No. Okay. Nope, I wasn't there. They don't care. It don't matter. Yeah. They don't care about that anyway. Let's. let's nope, <laughs> I wasn't there. Thank God. Um, <laughs> the uh, then game two happens and it's like it's it's ridiculous. Like we, you know, mm. get killed. Rondo loses it, um, and it's a one-one series. <clears throat> then basically, Derek Fisher gets the eye of the tiger. He basically. Carries us and he, he's he's crying in a post game uh, interview because it was just so he was so overcome with emotion just the war and it was every one of those games was like a, now, a, it was a religious now experience. What, you, what also what people need to know is the the year before he he, he pulled that same move where he stunk the entire game yep. and then pulled out against the Magic washed up and won an overtime game for them and he cried the same that. way. So that's that's kind of like we like oh, okay we see that's your go to move you just cry yep. you know, get you like look meanwhile he love be, it or hate it meanwhile, exactly meanwhile his skills have deteriorated to the point of where only thing he has is the is the old man kung fu grip. In in in, sh- in shoulders and forearms that have been a jumper. that have been sharpened like a shiv. Um, and then game four, um, the Lakers like we're like okay, you know we hear these stats. If if it's tied, you know one one, whoever wins game three usually wins the finals. Phil Jackson, if he wins game one, he's undefeated. Both stats are working in the Lakers' favor. Um, and then stuff changes. Um, the Celtics bench just absolutely undoes us in game four. That a donkey um, Shrek game? Yep. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the Lakers bench disappears for games four and five. And it's almost like, get Kobe some help. 
uh, Kobe Bryant goes all time in game five in the third quarter, and, and Paul Pierce matches him, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Kobe dropped 38 points that game. It was just un- legendary. It's one, of, it's one of the best Kobe. Like It's one of the times where I was like, I'm, I'm literally at I'm, – during that time, we were all going to the wing house with or without Rich. And I'm literally screaming at my TV. Somebody, somebody help Kobe! For fuck's sake, he's going nuts out here, right. and the lead, and like the lead is not, and the lead is not dwindling because there's nobody else willing to play ball besides him right now at yeah. a high level. And it was just it was one of my most frustrating, like get Kobe some help moments of all time. Even though I've had many of those over the years, it was uh, like I can't like oh six oh five. I was just so frustrated with like the fact that Kobe was so brilliant and. Just surrounded by idiots. Um, then uh, that stat pops up again. Whoever wins game five after a tie series usually wins the game. So the it's karma not, swings back the other it's, way. It's always eighty. It's always something like eighty, eighty-four percent. Yeah. So the Lakers are flying back across country this year. We have the home court advantage uh, instead of you know like the 08 matchup. The Lakers absolutely kick. The Celtics ass in game six. In game six, and, and Kendrick Perkins blows out his knees by jumping straight up and landing straight back down. Like God intended. Yes. Um, and till this day, Celtics fans will tell me Kendrick Perkins was the reason they lost the NBA Finals. If you want to, if they want to believe that, here okay. by all means. Here's two things. There's factors. There's, there's factors, right? I don't mean one means more. I don't mean one means more than the other. There was the fact that um, Rasheed Wallace, who pretty much has stopped caring about staying in shape to play basketball, is just like I'm just based. I'm just here based off the fact that I'm one of the most like physically gifted uh, basketball players of all time. And sometimes I look at my potential. Sometimes I don't. Uh, late in my career, I did not. I'm out of shape. Uh, he's playing. He ends up having to play because so many more minutes than he was supposed to in the game seven. And he scored 12 points. And he was just night. out of gas and was done. And Kendrick Perkins, because Kendrick Perkins was just done. And then you have one of the worst three-point shooters uh, that takes a, a large number of them throughout the season makes a fucking prayer three-pointer. And well, let's start with that. Whole, let's start with that whole game. That whole game, like the Celtics were ahead throughout the and majority beat them the, the, the entire game. The game. And yeah. I'm losing my mind. I'm pounding against the walls. I can't take this loss if we lose this. Like, I didn't know what I would have done. I would have probably done a three-hour three hour drive. While both teams base are just playing on fumes of fumes of fumes. Yep. Bad basketball. Yes. <laughs> it was awful. It was bad basketball, but it was, it, was, it was legendary basketball at the same time. It wasn't high it scoring. It was bad basketball, but legendary at the same time. Yep. <laughs> it, it makes no sense. That's, that's kind of the dissonance. It, it makes no sense, but they had to be there. They just have to trust me. The Lakers um, end up tying the game at well, 55. The only reason why it was legendary because it was such a swing. It was like for people's legacies, it was such a swing either way for both teams. Yep. Like every possession was was literally like a championship round, and um, while while Kobe was having a tough shooting game, he was impacting the game in other ways. He was rebounding. He was getting his teammates involved and. Meanwhile, while all this is going on, Ron Artest is silently having a great, great game. And Pau Gasol is having a great and game. And Pau Gasol is having a great game. Um, and then in the fourth quarter, the Celtics go away from their team concept and start trying to play hero ball, which 
completely, um, it doesn't go with their Ubuntu shit that they, they were, well, that they were doing. Was they weren't necessarily the greatest office in the world anyway, efficiency-wise, with, with Rondo being, running, well, Rondo outsmarting himself playing, you know, running plays anyway, so... They they had they had times where they just because they were such so stout defensively for all those years they were able to be able to, they were able to survive whenever their offense went cold but their offense just it was really cold yeah like I don't even know I don't even know whether or not describe it as lemon booty or not I have no idea what happened was they settled for a lot of jumpers and they stopped attacking the rim meanwhile the Lakers started started attacking the rim uh, Kobe went to the line a bunch. Mm-hmm. Bynum went to the line. Gasol went to the line, and we basically rebounded them to death off of you know all those missed shots turned into opportunities. And at the end, the Lakers just pulled it out, and it was it was oh, a what face. Was, what was the turning point of that turn of pulling it out? The, oh yeah, um, there there was a possession where the Lakers were up by two, I believe, and Ron Artest is on the free throw line, extended to the right. Uh, Ron Artest catches the ball. He he raises up to shoot. The entire, the entire arena crowd. yells, yes. "No!" Yeah! After yeah. he makes the shot, it's like uh, it's still in my mind. Like the most, like this is bullshit. A bad shooter makes a makes a shot that's not supposed to happen. Well, forever he went in Laker lore. Yeah, <laughs> like, what, true what, Laker. What was more bullshit, right? That shot or the Josh Smith barrage in Game? Six against the uh, against the Celt- against the Clippers. Uh, t- <laughs> Josh Smith. Okay, Josh bro, Smith. Because there was a couple he, years Artest could down, shoot. He knocked down three threes. I was like, "Are you serious, dude? Get out of here!" Um, then basically, uh, that's the end of the end of an era. That was that was the Undertaker versus Triple H <laughs> in a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, um, pretty much. And you know, both guys are never the same. Pretty much after that, and the nope. Celtics fade away. The Lakers try to keep going, but, but something's we didn't know missing. They, we didn't know they couldn't get it done until it happened. We just thought, wow, like they'll always figure it out. Yeah, for a while we did. We, did, you know, and then um, remember what we were talking about, uh, and we thought LeBron sort of there's weird things happening in well, that corner room. Yeah. So, and even after that, you know, the way he exited uh, that tw- that 2010 season with the Cavs, and you know, losing in five. I'm sorry, did it lose five or six? Six. Okay, losing to six, but it felt like five. Yeah. Um, next thing you know, LeBron and Chris Bosh are teaming up with Dwayne Wade to play in, for the Miami Heat. And cheating the league. And, uh, the integrity of the sport goes to hell. They become pros- quite possibly the biggest hills in NBA history. Yep, and this quite is the, the, the mammoth mega heel turn. The Lakers are, are turned babyface. All, all by committing the, the greatest hubris of... Going wherever the fuck you want to when you're allowed to. Well, <laughs> that's the that's the great humans they're committed. Like that's the chair shot. That that's the chair shot. That was that was Seth Rollins turning. <laughs> I'm saying like that, any situation. Yeah, like, they, that's, they, they threw Marty Janetti through the glass. Like that's the low blow. Like you know that's all that. You know. Like yeah. Um, and that's handing that's handing Austin the chair. That's you know all that. And the and this is this match ended up being a rematch um, from 2006, where the Mavericks, that same guy Dirk, is back. Well, but we, he's we, a lot more beloved well, at we, this point. Let's just do this, do it real fast, right? The Lakers, the, the, Dallas, the Lakers died in Dallas. No, um, no, no, no. <laughs> like no, 
the next this make it really the real fast forward. We just fast forward through the next four years, yeah. right? All four years, the Western Conference were faces, yep. and the Miami Heat were heels. Yep. The end. <laughs> yep. Honestly, as I mean, they won. They won the. They lost the first. They won two. They lost the first. They broke up, and the heel ding dong. The witch is dead. And that leads us to to this year, um, where we got face versus face. We and have face versus way. face. Um, very long podcast, everybody. But um, because we, we did this ridiculous segment about yeah, faces and hills, faces and hills. Um, <laughs> and, I don't know, especially like that, like on like uh, just an extensive recap of the 2010 NBA Finals. Yes, yes, <laughs> with, with that in there, and also the uh, which is still my favorite finals. Yeah, um, same here. Uh, Basically, uh, we have a face versus face matchup, and it's gonna be on on you who to root for. Who do you want to see? Do you do you still carry this content that the Miami Heat have with LeBron, even though he did the same exact thing? Oh, South Florida. Um, oh, we know whose face is South Florida. Yeah, it's, oh. it's Steph Curry. It's yep. Chef Curry and them. Uh, it, we're gonna see. Uh, Warriors in five. Warriors in six. But that's going to wrap up One Nation Radio. Hope you guys stuck with us. If not, suck it. <laughs> yes, We're out of here. Later. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.